Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your host, Gary, and as always, I am joined by my two great co-hosts to talk about anime with you. Ben, say hello. Hello, it's me. It's Ben. It's also Ben's birthday, and he's getting hookers today, so that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) By hookers, I mean Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yay! Virtual one. All the blue eyes. All the blue eyes. How has your anime week been, Ben? Pretty good. Uh, I I enjoyed the anime of the week. Um, And as you hear, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh, which is anime, so I guess that counts too, right? It sure Um, does. The new Yu-Gi-Oh free-to-play game, Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel, came out this week, and it's been a lot of fun. I am silver rank right now, and but that's only because I haven't actually used any gents or any packs. So, yeah. That so will it's be a gacha game. Yeah, it's a gacha game. Yeah. All Yu-Gi-Oh games are really, aren't they? But how <laughs> this is different to most gacha games, at least. Um, okay. There's, okay. You've got your typical banner, which is the master pack, which has every uni- every card in the game, okay? Every card in the game is in the master pack. Um, but I would tell if you start in this game, please do not summon on the master pack. Please, please, just The only time you should summon on the master pack is if you buy the bundle pack, which is where you get one ultra rare and ten master packs. Um, the only reason why I say that's okay is because the um, that bundle is actually cheaper than the 10 packs that you would pay. And you're guaranteed the Ultra Rare. And the Ultra Rares right now in the bundles are really good. So get that. If you can get anything, get that. Then go into the solo play. Do not touch ranked. Go straight into solo. Um, if you do solo play, um, you'll get resources. Those resources you can then craft cards with so you don't have to use rng you can actually craft the cards um now if you craft an ultra rare card which you won't be able to do many of because you don't get that many resources you might be able to make one or two but what makes it unique is the fact if you craft that one ultra rare card make sure you're crafting for a archetype you want to use like a deck um make sure you and that way when you craft that unique ultra rare it actually unlocks a secret pack and those secret packs are actually a set of cards that are only based on that typing. So as I've said in our chat in Dragon Ball terms, if you you could craft a Goku <laughs> and then once you've crafted that Goku, it then unlocks a secret banner um, which would then have only Goku family units in it. So... You can use the same amount of crystals as you would before, and you're guaranteed to get units based on the type you want. Because the pool is a lot smaller than than, than the 6,000 cards in the normal mm. banner. Um, so, yeah, if you want to try it, I would recommend, as I said, do solo play. You're going to end up with about thirteen to 14,000 gems. Each multi is about 1,000 gems. So that's what... There's 100 multis right there you can do for free. Um, then you get tickets as well. If you're playing on PlayStation, 
PlayStation Plus gives you 50 tickets for owning for PlayStation 5 version. And it also gives 50 tickets if you own the PS4 version. So if you I've got both, I haven't bothered doing it yet myself. But if you download both the PS4 and PS5 version, the game has cross progression. So you can get the PS4 pack and the PS5 pack. That's 100 tickets right there for, for having plus. So, no, those tickets are a lot a bigger banner than the secret banner. But it's still, that's 100 units that you get for free. Which you could either use if you want, if you're lucky, or you can dismantle for crafting ingredients, which then you can use to make the cards you want for your actual deck. Uh, I'm enjoying the solo play so far. It's been fun. There's a lot of so there's a lot of content in it. I I'm, I think about halfway through the solo matches, some of them get a bit too hard. Um, and the the rank matches I I found are really laggy for me. I don't know why. My PS5 has a decent. I have a decent internet speed and I'm hardwired, so I don't know why I'm getting lag. But yeah, I you know what? Screw it. This is a review now. Uh, eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> would recommend uh, that you get fans so ben can you pull the chaos emperor dragon and the the ted the towers right off the bat you could craft them you can craft the most powerful cards in the game yeah all the cards are craftable every card so you can everybody can just go into a stalemate and never win they're nerfed from the original versions because they changed them to make them because they were banned originally. Uh, <laughs> Why would you make a card and then ban it? That's just weird. There's a load of cards in the ban list. I know. Uh, you're talking about Chaos Emperor Dragon, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the new version that's been changed. Um, it's still pretty powerful, though. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it's an ultra rare, of course. Which means it takes 30 ultra rare. Um, is it? No, one second. Uh, 30, yeah, 30 ultra rare. Oh no, it's just a rare. It just takes 30. It's just a rare. It's not even ultra rare. Holy shit. Okay, oh so God, it's just a rare. On it. so that game is a lie. It's false. <laughs> you just need 30, um, 30 rare currency, which I, I don't know how many I have. I don't know how we find out. Oh, I have 244. Okay, so I can make a couple if I wanted to. Um, anyway, this, this new version is it cannot be normal or summoned. Normal summoned or set must be special summoned from your hand by banishing one light and dark monster from your graveyard. Or should we say it's new work for, for GY? Once per turn, you can pay 1,000 life points, as many cards in both players' hands and on the field as possible to the GY. Then inflict 300 points of damage to your opponent for each card sent to the opponent's GY by this effect. You cannot effect, uh, activate the effects of other cards or effects during the turn you activate this card's effect. There you go. There are much more broken cards than that now. Yu-Gi-Oh! is a broken mess of a game. <laughs> and yet people still love it. Hell, there's a, here, there's a Pendulum version of Chaos. Holy shit. Why is there a pendulum version of chaos? Uh, what does the pendulum because effect balance do? Balance doesn't matter. Uh, the pendulum effect, you can pay 1,000 life points and target one of your banished dragon monsters, destroy this card, and if you do, add that monster to your hand. 
Mm. Uh, see, pendul- for anyone that doesn't know about pendulums, pendulums monsters are... Um, yeah, you got your normal monster field and you got your spell and trap zone. Uh-huh. Uh, with pendulum monsters, instead of summoning them, you can activate them as spell cards. Um, and what you do is you put a, a low-level pendulum down, which is the lowest you can do. So say you put a pendulum level two down. Um, and then you put a pe- this uh, Chaos Emperor Dragon, which is pendulum level eight on the other side. That's your pendulum scale. And then on that turn, any monsters you have in your hand that are between two and eight, you can summon to the field. No, ignoring conditions, you just summon them. You don't have to tribute, you don't have to do anything. Hmm. <laughs> so if you've got a hand of blue eyes, white dragons, and you've put an emperor dragon down, you could then summon all three blue-eyed dragons without tributes. And then you also have the effects of the pendulum monsters. So, yeah. Pendulums are broken. Links I don't understand yet exactly. XYZs are okay, I guess. Synchros, synchros summons. There's a lot of summons, okay. <laughs> you got synchros, XY fusion ritual pendulum normal special i think that's all of them anyway <laughs> eight out of ten okay anyways <laughs> thanks for that man <laughs> joining us also is alfonso <laughs> hello hello how is alfonso doing i'm well can't complain like Ben, I also enjoy his recommendation. I enjoy it so much that I've been watching episode after episode after episode, not realizing that I was watching the episodes from season two. Yeah, that's how good it is. Uh, but I didn't finish because I didn't want to, like, I didn't want it to end. So I, I stopped watching. But yeah, great anime. Yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about it soon. But first, we should talk about. Dragon Ball Super, the manga. New issue released. Um, apparently, the arc is coming to an end. Um, from the way this issue played out, I don't see when it's coming to an end, because it seems to keep going. Are you ready for this, Ben? Yes. Yeah, so we left off with Granola getting healed um, by a Senzu Bean to go and fight Gas. Um, in this fight, Granola was kind of losing again because Gas, you know, is the strongest in the universe by the wish from the Dragon Balls. But in this issue, we see Granola starts getting the advantage here. Um, and it's due to his superior speed. Gas, like we found out with Frieza, has this power, but he doesn't really know how to utilize it. So Granola is using that to his advantage. During the fight, though, Gas starts to kind of learn his moveset. Um, And right as he essentially learns all the moves that Granola can do, and it's pretty cool because Granola we see using uh, multi-form, where he makes clones of himself here. Um, Same problems as the Earth version, where it just splits up their power and they all become weaker. 
but it's enough to gain the upper hand on Gas. And as Gas thinks he has the advantage, uh, Granola pulls out his trump card where he's able to essentially distract Gas, who uses, <laughs> dare I say it, freezes multi-death beam when he shoots the death beam with all his fingers out, killing all the clones. Uh, Granola is able to gain the upper hand by get, getting in front of him and blasting him with his most powerful finger blaster shot. Um, it seriously damages Gas, but it doesn't kill him. What happens is Alec shows up, the leader of the Bojack wannabes, um, and, you know, everybody around Gas is like, I don't understand why is Granola winning here. Gas is supposed to be the most powerful. And, well, he is. And we find out that Gas's power is being suppressed by the charm he has as his headband. He's got, like, the teeth and stuff. Um, and we learned that with this race of characters that they can't control their power because they go into berserk mode. If this sounds familiar, it should. Oh <laughs> uh, <hell> yes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um so Alec is like he is the most powerful, his power is just being suppressed. So he removes the talisman and everybody else is like, You can't do that because he's he can't control his power and it's gonna get him killed. Hi, Bojack. And here yeah, it's called instinct for them. They go into like an animalistic instinct. Um, so he removes the band. Gas rages out. He powers up, becomes super powerful. He becomes like super sort of ripped. Super gas. Super gas. And we get Dreadlock Brawly. <laughs> With Dreadlocks. That's right. I said it. I thought it was, to be honest, it looks like Bojack to me. Like the whole, Does it? This whole thing. Remember Super Bojack, where he goes all buff? Yeah, but Bojack has control of his power. He just goes 100%. This is more yeah. brawly, where he's just attacking on instant. Yeah, but with the, all the other <laughs> references to Bojack this entire arc, to me it was yeah. just, like, uncontrollable Bojack. Like mm -hmm. if Bojack mm -hmm. and Broly had a baby. <laughs> Brojack. Bro <laughs> Brojack, there you go. So, Yeah. <laughs> He transforms, and he goes after Granola, and he just starts destroying him. Doing all the cool stuff we see Brawly doing. Grabbing them by the foot, smashing them into the ground, punching them through the earth, and coming out on the other side. <laughs> wow. All the good stuff. Granola's getting decimated. And because Gas is essentially losing his shit... He kind of just gives up on Granola, and he goes after Goku and Vegeta, because Granola can't defend himself anymore. He's like, oh, you're useless. Now, throughout all this, we find out from the Namek that um, Bardock... That. You mean Namekian. Namekian, they're, they're sorry. Not the, they're not the planet. <laughs> yes. The Namekian, that Bardock of all people, was able to beat Gas when he went berserk before. Um, Vegeta asked him, how the hell did Goku's useless father beat him? <laughs> <laughs> I put useless in there myself. <laughs> well, to be fair, Vegeta didn't say it, 
but his face said it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Mekian was like, I don't know, I was knocked out because I'm useless. <laughs> Vegeta's like, God damn it. What the hell, man? <laughs> he is always knocked out. Yeah, so during this, um, his two teammates uh, try to talk sense into him. And they're like, hey, you got to snap out of it or you're going to die. And he flips out and he attacks them, knocking two of them out, and goes face first into a giant boulder. <laughs> He's just going crazy. Um, oh, also, remember that Gas goes crazy when Goku attacks him? He gets oh yeah, we'll get back. to that. Oh, okay. we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, because um, that was after he get, he after he hits Vegeta. And Alec shows up again, and he's like, "Listen, he is the strongest person in the universe right now. He needs to control it himself. Otherwise, what's the point of having all this power?" So it's here where Gaz just randomly decides to attack Vegeta. He just skips Goku, and in the making, he goes right after Vegeta. Who, yeah. unfortunately, was being healed at this time by the Namekian. <laughs> so, Vegeta gets kicked right in the stomach, goes flying right into a boulder. That's And then he starts getting punched against this boulder. That's when Goku jumps in, and he punches Gas, and Gas blocks it with his hand. And that's when Gas sees Goku, and, of course, Goku is the spitting image of Bardock. This... Yeah kind of scares him a little bit because he saw that Bardock was able to beat him. And we see a little flashback where Bardock uses his final shine attack. I think that's what it's called. Oh, no, that that's Super Saiyan javelin. 4. The Riot Javelin, yeah. So we saw that Bardock used Riot, Riot Javelin, but come on, he couldn't just beat him with that move, right? Something had to have happened. Um, So Granola essentially subconsciously thought he got hit by the riot javelin and he flies backwards rolls on the ground and goku's like the fuck just happened <laughs> um and elec shows up again and he tells gas he needs to remember his who he is he needs to remember his power um he needs to know how to control it and that's when he kind of comes down and regains his composure and puts his colds back on because he ripped them off when he got buff. And now Gas has all this berserker power, much like a certain female Saiyan we know called Kale. All this berserker power, but he's now able to control it. And that's pretty much where the episode ends. He's become perfected Gas. Perfected Dreadlock Brawly. <laughs> With spikes. With, yeah, like crazy horn spikes coming down the side of his face. He actually looks pretty cool. I kind of like mm -hmm. that design. So, yeah, Ben. Um, what happens now? How are they going to beat this guy? Now that he has control of everything. I mean... Well, okay, the weirdest ones are going to be either Gogeta. <laughs> it's going to come out. They're going to pull that out of their ass. Um, or it's going to be Broly. <laughs> Broly's going to come and save him. You think so, huh? Well, you got to remember that, um, what you call it, um, 
the beacon is still active. Yeah, the I I thing in in Granola. Yeah. If that sent out an SOS, it could have been maybe Broly picked it up. Hell, why Freezer picked it up? Maybe that's why Freezer turns up, not to help, but just. <laughs> or maybe Freezer does turn up to help because, you know, I know this will sound weird, but Freezer doesn't want to help Goku. But Freezer would want to be the one to kill Goku. So if someone else is going to kill mm. his prey, he's probably want to jump in to stop it. And these people are backstabbing Freezer, so that's another reason to help. Like they want to backstab Freezer in the end and take control of it, kill him and take control of his empire. So it's he gets to save Monkey, which make gives Goku a make Goku O Freezer. Um and they get Freezer helps get rid of a threat that was gonna threaten his empire. But is Freezer strong enough to take on gas? That's where Gogeta comes back in. Oh my god. <laughs> Any chance that Beerus and we show up? Ah. No. Oh, no. 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 We're more likely that Chilai somehow has got powers now than Beerus I mean, standing up. Isn't it technically that Gas is now more powerful than Beerus with this wish? No, because. When... No. Why not? Because they wish to be the strongest mortal in the universe. Beerus is They never said mortal. mortal. They just said the strongest in the universe. Yeah. I thought the I thought divine beings were too powerful for that. Even well, Beerus isn't a divine being. Weiss is, but Beerus isn't. Beerus is technically a divine being because he's a god of destruction. Yeah, he's but still he in used the to divine be mortal. Adder. He's kind of like Goku. Goku is not a divine yeah. being, but he can use god powers. Just the thought, I yeah. know. Either way, Whis would just one-shot him anyway, so... <laughs> well, he's not allowed to interfere, but it's why maybe it's one of those loopholes where, like, he, if he unnaturally gained that power, could it be, like, yeah. one of those things where it's kind of like the um, time travel thing? Yeah. Or they have to put an end to it no matter what. Because Whis has been watching. We notice Whis has watched in previous issues. He knows what's going on, and he's worried about it, clearly. So, I mean, is Brawly technically still in the same universe? Or is he in a different universe? Brawly's in Universe 7. Is he? So then Gas would be more powerful than Brawly, then. That's true. But Brawly adapts, so... He might... But Brawly still doesn't know how to control his power. <laughs> Last right, we, we left that, him, we he, just, if... he got his ass we... kicked and then he just He's never been in the manga. So. That's true. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, obviously the fusion will be a loophole cheat, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, plus, they're, they're too beat up. I don't know if it's going to help them do it. I mean, they were beat up in the Goku and beat up when they were fighting Broly. Well, they did it fighting Broly because Frieza was there being a punching bag. 
what did um, I just say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the beacon is an interesting thing. What's who's that beacon reaching right now? Uh, honestly, I it has to be Frieza. Yeah, it has to be beacon that Frieza picks up on and he's gonna come. Um, I just don't see a how Brawly would even get there. Their spaceship's destroyed over there, isn't it? Weiss. <laughs> the Weiss just pops in. Because yeah, Brawly, they teleported over there with the Dragon Balls, yeah. I think, wasn't it? Yeah. So there, there's no way off the planet. Yeah, there's no way off that planet unless instant transmission Goku picks them up or somebody. Or Weiss. Yeah. Weiss could recruit Brawly, I guess. I don't know. Because technically um, that isn't breaking the rules because, you know, he's recruited Goku before. <laughs> yeah. We still don't know what the second wish was that Alec made as well. Because he made a second wish, but we still to don't know what it was. To be five centimeters taller. God damn it. <laughs> Maybe he could have made the wish to, to transport Frieza closer to, to the planet. Could that be a thing? Uh, and we also don't know anything about why they wanted that robot thingy from the last arc as well. That's mm-hmm. still a plot thread. Again, but no, as I said, I can see wish. this arc ending soon. But it's gonna. I, I've said this multiple times when we found out this arc will end soon. I can see it bit right. Like technically, it was the Namek arc, but there was like the Ginyu Force, the Freezer. You know, it was it was multiple different arcs made into one storyline. I could see. This ended up being the the current Granola arc, and then that rolling into another arc involving the rest of the pirates, the gas arc or whatever. I don't know. The gas arc, Jesus. <laughs> so I I, right, well, I could see even though it ends, it doesn't end. Like, yeah, I guess we'll we'll have to see. This is one of those where. It's going to be interesting because like, they're all pretty much out of options. Everybody's yeah. down and out. <laughs> What's going to be the last option here? Somebody's going to have to help them. So... Krillin. Oh, god damn it. I'm putting my money on either Frieza or he resurrected... Um... What's the android's name? 21? Not twenty one. The one that helped with um, Moro. I don't know. I don't know his name. Okay. Well, he could have resurrected him. Or so something he, like that. Seventy nine. Eighty nine. It was a number. Yeah. It was a number. <laughs> he could have resurrected him to come and take Gas's powers to keep him in check. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe he'll show up and help. We'll see. That's it. That is the manga. I'd ask Alfonso, but I learned something disturbing earlier about this. <laughs> but Alfonso, your thoughts then? The whole concept of gas replicating Brawly, yeah, that's oh god. That's that's getting repetitive. Really it is. And um yeah, I don't care for it. 
That's how they're going to beat him now that he controls his power. I have no, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, it's most likely they're going to fuse, but it's a Gogeta, but yeah, I, I really have no idea. I just want to see Frieza. Like, he, For somebody it, who's tired of Frieza wants yeah. to see Frieza. Huh? <laughs> hey, hey, I can't guess so. Okay, so Frieza is the next biggest thing. That's, that's Freeza, how I see it. Freeza, 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 Freeza. <laughs> or Boo. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't Boo. <sighs> yeah, I would, lo- I would love if Boo turns up and just solos him. <laughs> Alrighty. Let's move on then to the anime. Ah, but before oh, we do ben. that... Yes. Um... By the time our next anime podcast is out, the anniversary for Dragon Ball Dokkan Battle will be live in Japan. Um, so, I'll just bring this up. There's been a lot of um, speculation recently about the universe, you know, the units. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the login screen shows scenes up to the Broly movie and also up to the shadow dragon arc so people are now speculating that the banner units for the seventh anniversary will be super saiyan blue gogeta and super saiyan 4 gogeta the units themselves will be a super saiyan blue goku and vegeta that fuse into blue gogeta and a super saiyan 4 goku and vegeta that fuse into super saiyan 4 um gogeta thoughts I don't want it. <laughs> I, I literally, I don't want it. <laughs> I mean, I whatever. Two Gogetas, whatever. I mean, there is no LR Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, so I guess that makes sense. Um, and there's no LR Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta, right? Apart from the other one. There's like one. The only way I would be okay with this is if those two are the Dokenfest banners and the LR banner is going to be LR Brawly and LR Omega Shenron. I could see that. I would be okay with that. How, because how this, this also so, guarantees... Right? Th- this also tells me that Omega Shenron and Tech Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta are going to get easy A's. How about this though to. as well, right? How about this as well? Um, remember that Fighters has a special finish. You if you have Gogeta versus Gogeta, what if they make a unit special attack that involves Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta and Super Saiyan Four Gogeta? That'd be cool. That means you do have to pull on both banners, but as long as it's Super Saiyan Four Gogeta and Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta, you still have the AGL Blue Gogeta and you have the old anniversary Blue Gogeta and you then have SS4 Int Gogeta and the tech one. Okay. So those should activate the other unit attack, hopefully. So. um, I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, we should know about the 7th anniversary 
the details are on the 29th of January. We do know that there's going to be a 77 ticket banner where you can get, you can do 77 free summons. So, so if Doken lasts to 10 years, that's going to be what, 111 free summons. <laughs> uh, which is actually less than Legend, so. Ah. Uh, but still, 111. Uh, from what we can tell, the latest LR is going to be the in, you know, Goku and Vegeta transfer. That's the, the latest LR that's going to be on that banner. Mm. So, or in case of Gary, nothing because he's got everything rainbowed. Yep, that's unfortunately. <laughs> Not by choice. <laughs> Not that's, by oh. choice. Man, I wish I was that lucky. I did 200 stones on Vegeta van. I didn't get Vegeta. Awesome. Mm. Man. I'm sorry, man. But I well, let's move on then, shall we? Yeah, let's move on. The anime fans' recommendation Baki and Test, Summoner of Beasts. Uh, I also learned watching this anime that Baka and Test, Baka means idiot in Japanese. Yeah. So it's idiot and test. <laughs> I said that during um, the... Did you? Yeah. Oh, I must have missed this. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Ben, um, I don't even know where to start with this anime because this is, in my opinion, one of the greatest animes I've ever watched. <laughs> um, well, first it's too goddamn funny. About... Yeah, it was great. Uh, we first learned about the t the main student, which was Mizuku Himeji. Sorry if I said the name wrong. Uh, Mizuku, yes. No, that's the girl, isn't it, G? Yeah, uh, Yoshi is the boy. Yeah, Yoshi's the boy. Um, Yoshi, well, hey, we find out that Yoshi is a delinquent, right? Um, and ends up in class F. Um, I'm trying to remember it because it, although I've watched it, it was... It was so hilarious. It was kind of I don't remember the plot That's points much. My problem as well. I'll I'll go through it as best I can. Um, um essentially they're in the school where yeah. your test score is the most important thing. Right? And it, your test score puts you in a different level. Like there's class A, B, C, D, and F. Um and Essentially, the test, the way the test goes is you have to answer as many questions as you can in the time given to you. Um, and obviously, you have to answer as many right as you can. Yeah. Um, and while taking the test, Yoshi's like, this is where I knew the anime was going to be great because it's one of the first lines of dialogue where it's like, if I answer one in every 10 questions right, I'll do okay. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> one in every 10 questions right. I was dying. From that moment, so stupid. Um, he sees uh, one of his classmates, uh, Mizuki, a uh, pink-haired girl, uh, attractive pink-haired girl. She is sick and she's having a hard time doing the test. Yeah. And the teacher's like, "Do you need to go to the nurse's office? Just know that if you leave, you'll fail the test." And Yoshi's like, "What the hell, man? That's not fair. It's not her fault. She's sick." 
But alas, you know, the test finishes. She goes to the nurse's office. And he's all happy walking down the street thinking he's a winner, right? And he runs into one of the faculty members. Um, they call him Iron Man. Um, I don't remember his real name, but that's like his nickname at the school. And he's like... Yeah, I, I do remember Iron Man. Yeah, he's like, Yoshi, for the longest time I thought you were an idiot. <laughs> but today you've proven me without a shadow of a doubt and he gives him the paper, and he's got an F on it. He's like, you've proven without a shadow of a doubt that you are the most, the biggest idiot I know. <laughs> he just totally failed the test. So he has to go to Class F. And as he's walking through the school, he's looking at Class A, and they got, like, cushioned chairs. They have a bar, a refrigerator, laptops, a personal air, air conditions. They, they're living the high life, you know? And he gets to Class F, and everybody's sitting down on cushions that have no padding on them because they're all torn up. The tables are falling apart. The teacher doesn't even have chalk to write on the chalkboard. <laughs> it's like, what the hell, man? And this is where we're introduced to all the other characters. Um, we're introduced to Yuji Sakamoto. He's the red-haired kid who uh, is has the highest score in, in the class. So he automatically is like the class representative. Um, so he's the smartest idiot, right? We're introduced to Hideyoshi, who is the hottest man you will ever meet and is constantly yeah. being confused with the female. <laughs> like, yeah. they don't even believe he's a dude. He's like, I'm a guy. He's like, no, you're not. Don't lie to us. <laughs> so good. Um... We're also introduced to Kota, who is, of course, your creeper, wants to take pictures of panties all the time. Oh my god, he's my favorite One character. of the best characters in all of anime grid. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also introduced to uh, Miname, who is the typical flat-chested chick who wants boobs, who nobody yeah. finds attractive because she doesn't have them. And that's essentially the main cast of Class F. Who really focuses and Mizuki, who comes to the class later because she has to be in class F because she was automatically failed. Um. So the the whole thing of the school is you can do battle with avatars, and the avatars are little chibi versions of themselves with combat armor and gear and stuff, and. Pretty much what it is, is their avatar's power level is based on their score. Essentially, the, 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 the test that they take and the score they get in the placement. The placement test that they're taking in the beginning of the show. So, classes, class F avatars are garbage. And what they can do is they can battle other classes... And if they win, they can take whatever they want from those classes. Like they can take their chairs, their you know equipment, things like that. So literally, in the first episode, they decide that they want to go and fight Class E. And technically, like because of the how the scores work, Class F can't beat anybody. And it's essentially like a pointless system where Class E can't beat Class D. D can't beat C because they're always going to have a higher score. 
So the combat thing just seems utterly pointless, you know, in theory. But yeah. they come up with this crazy plan that we're going to fight because we're sick of our equipment here. Um, and they fight, and they're losing. But um, Yuji has a secret weapon, and he knows things about his classmates that they probably don't know about themselves. Um, one thing I should mention is Yoshi is unique because he yep. is, uh, what, what do they call him? A delinquent, or like, was it? Or something like that? Probation. He's something where... Probation. Oh, a probationary Probation. student. Yeah. Yeah. And what that means is that his avatar can do two things. His avatar can interact with real-world objects other avatars can't. So he can pick up chairs and desks and stuff like that and move them around. And it's an on-running joke because all the teachers essentially use him to move stuff around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other thing that sucks about being a probationary student is that every damage that his avatar takes, he feels it in real life. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yuji essentially uses Yoshi by making him think he's cooler than he actually is. Yo, um, the parts where he has those talks in the black and the black and white phrase, dude, and the best. It's so <laughs> emotional, and he gives Yoshi so much inspiration and motivation that he could do this, and then he comes back all beat up. <laughs> yeah, the first, that was the first one when he's like, "You need to go and tell Class E that we want to." <laughs> have a class battle with him. He's like, why me? You're the class representative. You should do it. He's like, and he makes up some story. He puts his shoulder on and says, you need to do it because you're special. They'll listen to you. They won't hurt you. You're a probationary <laughs> student. And he's like, you're right. I'm going to get it. And he comes back all beat up. And shit. I thought that was later. I thought that was the second time. Or was that the first no, time? No, that was the first it, time. It happened the first it, like, time. like at least three times. Oh, okay. No, later on, he tells him to do it like three or more times, and then he's like, "Why well, he can make me do it. And then he's like, the big surprise is that you keep actually believing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh. the, fight, the fight ensues, and obviously they're losing. But there's a thing that students can do where they can retake the test in order to heal test. themselves. Yeah, a recovery test. Yeah. Um... So he sends Mizuki to take the recovery test because she essentially got a zero. And as she comes back, she comes back with the second highest score in the whole school. Um, it was like the highest, really. Oh, no, yeah, the second highest because it, the, yeah. the other guy was the hi- second highest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She slaughtered him. She, well. Yeah, she comes back with the second highest score and everybody's like, what the hell? Why does she have such a high score for an F? She's an A class. And she just destroys everybody. And that was his plan. He already knew that she was a smart person. So when they won, uh, they decided not to take anything from class E. Hey. Like, we, yeah. we, we don't need anything. Um, and this was a plan that he started, but it failed because after they had beat E, class A comes in, like, we challenge you. And then he's like, fine, let's do it. And that was the problem, because this plan is actually the plan we see him cultivate at the end of the show, or at least the first season. It's what he wanted to do at the start, but he couldn't 
because they went into battle with class A too soon. Um, and yeah, so the battle with class A was different. It's like these one-on-one fights. <laughs> yeah. And this this is where it gets hilarious because they use Hideyoshi as essentially a female mascot and they put him in all these sexual clothing and he's like on the billboards and stuff. He's like, why am I in these scantily clad outfits? And it's just this crazy thing because like both Yoshi and Kota. Kota. And also, Kota. You forgot, you forgot to say yeah. um, because of the fact that um, they'd just done a duel they asked because it was between A and F. They asked for um to, they agreed to it, but only if they could pick the questions. If I'm rightly right, I think so. Yeah. 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 Well, not just questions. The 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 category that they're fighting in, because oh, yeah. each student has a, a category. If like they, uh, what's her name? Minami is really good at math, but she sucks in Japanese because she's a transfer student from Germany. Um, so she always wants to do the math stuff because she's really good at it, but everything else, her battle score is super low and she sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was what they decided on. They get to pick what the, the category is that they're fighting in. Um, so yeah, they, they go into fights and <laughs> class A is just like uber OP. And we find out that the stakes here is not for who gets what. But the stake is if Class A wins, that they get whatever they want out of Class F. But if Class F wins, they essentially control Class A. Anything they tell them, they have to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And yep. their number one student uh, is Shoko. Who is this raven-haired hottie who everybody thinks is a lesbian? Because they never see her talking to men. And we find out why. And it's the best. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have these quick little duels. Uh, once again, Yoshi thinks he's cool. He, ta- he super goes his left hand to his desk. For reasons I don't even know. <laughs> I think it's so they can't take it away from him. So nobody's going to take my desk from me. <laughs> So he's fighting with his on his right hand, and uh, Yuji convinces him that he has a secret weapon. And his secret weapon is that he can use real life objects, but he thinks that his secret weapon is that he's left handed for no fucking reason. <laughs> 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 he, he loses the round like instantly because he's like, My secret weapon is the left hand. It's like, What? <laughs> um, Kota goes into a fight with this. Chick, she's a green-haired girl, I believe. Um, and she knows that Kota's a perv, so she's constantly trying to flirt and tease him with her panties and her bra, and he's constantly like dying of nosebleeds and shit. For the simple fact that he has these massive nosebleeds and he's not dead, that's what makes it so damn Which, crazy. again, becomes a hilarious thing, because later on we see him walking around with blood bags Attached to the 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 thing, so he refills his blood. <laughs> and he does go anemic, by the way. It's not like he doesn't have any side effects. He does yeah. have issues. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So she thinks she's won, but he does some weird shit. I don't quite understand what he did, but he essentially uses her sexiness against her and wins. 
um, some weird counterattack ability that his avatar can do. But by doing so, he essentially like passes out from the blood loss. Um, so yeah, and then, um, Mizuki goes head-to-head with, uh, this other guy from Class A, who, this blue-haired kid who's super smart, and again, they find out that Mizuki is, that's where they find out that she's the second smartest person in school, and she has the second highest score. So she easily wins. So then it's 2-2. The score is 2-2, and it comes down to um, Shoko, who's the smartest girl, and Yuji. (laughs) And Yuji decides, instead of fighting with avatars, they're going to battle in a test. Essentially, the the exam test, right? It's like a beginner's test. So the, the dumbest of the dumbest Take this question. It's like one plus two, three plus four. What are the answers? Um, and again, it's a test that they answer questions as long as the timer goes. So they keep answering questions until time runs out. And he thinks he keeps convincing them that he's going to win because he knows the answer to a question that she doesn't know because she was <laughs> taught wrong. It's like the year of something happens, like 625, the but the real year... Yeah, what was that? Lion war? Ti- Lion or Tiger War, I think it was? Something like that, yeah. Like, she's always been taught it's, it, it happened in 625, the year 625, right. but it actually happened in 645. She was taught it was and he 645. Knows... What was that? She was taught in 645, right? I thought... The no, 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 she was taught it was 625. No, he knew the answer was 645. Okay. Yeah, so he keeps convincing them that (laughs) she doesn't know this answer and I'm going to win because if they ask me this question, if this question is going to be on the test, I know I'm going to win. So they're they're having this test and everybody's watching and they see that the the question pops up and Yuji has this reaction. He's like, oh my God, he's going to win. He answered it. She doesn't know. And then the answers come in, and she scores like a 95 out of 100, right? So she missed one question. She missed the one question. And then they start celebrating. Like, yeah, she missed the question. We're going to win. And this that scores a 58 out of 100. <laughs> 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 he's like, well, I didn't lie to you. I knew the answer that she didn't know. <laughs> That was the only question he was looking out for. So they lost, and their desks were replaced with cardboard boxes. Oh, man. (laughs) And then we found out that they can't challenge it. If you lose, you can't do another class war for three months. Yes. Well, no, I think even if you win, I don't think you can do one. I think it's just. No, even if you win? All right. I thought it was only if you lost. But yeah, that's essentially like the, the the two big episodes. And after that, every episode is just kind of like a random event. Yeah, episode. random. Random yeah. shit happens. And there is so much good stuff. I, yeah. First of all, I, I just can't remember all the details because I was literally laughing all the time throughout all of them. Um, I, I, remember they, the, uh, I love the swimsuit. There, there is a... <laughs> 
There is a there is a subplot like a like a little yeah. subplot with um uh, Misaki and and and, and Yoshi, Yoshi because of her like love for him and the love letter yeah. and it gets lost plot between the um the two student council people as well you know the ones that the one that's the higher yeah. rank because she wants yeah. to date uh what's his name we were just talking about him a second ago um Minami Minami. Well, not Minami, uh, Shoko and Yuji. Shoko, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, so, so she wants. To, there's a subplot yeah, between we, that that goes on. Yeah, we find out that Shoko doesn't date anybody because she's completely in love with Yuji, and Yuji knows it. So the whole thing is because Class A one, he has to do everything that she wants now, and he's terrified yeah. of her. So they thought she was a lesbian, and we see this like super excited look on Koji's face, um, or Kota's face. He's like, "Oh my god, lesbian!" Yeah. Uh, but no, she's absolutely in love with her, and she's like psycho and like Juvia times yeah. ten against yeah. Gray psychopath, <laughs> yeah. and it creates some of the best humor. There's the episode where um, Yoshi uh, agrees to take Mizuki to a movie. But then he also promises Miname to take her and have crepes. And he's like broke. He has no money. And we see like he's eating like 136 oh, of a God, piece yo. of ramen noodles. <laughs> like he's just dying because he has no money. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, so he's at the theater and he's like, How much is all the people with the student discounted so much? And then um Choka shows up with Yuji and he's like He's not even handcuffed. He's got like one of those um, old yeah. school, um, yeah, like medieval shackles on. <laughs> so yeah, he can't get away. <laughs> and she's like, Fun "What movie fact. do you want to see?" And he's like, "You really gonna let me pick?" And she's like, "Apocalypse Now." Let's watch it. He's like, "No way! It's like three hours long." He's like, "Then we'll watch it twice." <laughs> <laughs> Six hours. Later, so she like tasers his ass, and he's knocked out. <laughs> He tries to sneak out of the theater. She tasers him again. He's like, what, I, I woke up is... in the theater. You know, it was the best. He's like, I woke up in the theater and this bull was being massacred. And that's the last thing I saw. And then when I woke oh. up, I saw the same bull getting massacred again. <laughs> he woke up in the second view. <laughs> what is what is great, though? What is even great about this, even bad about the scene is she zaps him. He passes out. And then they go to buy a ticket, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, one ticket for you and for your zombie friend." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, and then like the next day, or I think it was like the next week, Minami comes to Yoshi and is like, "Well, you took her to the movie, but I never got any crepes." And he's like, "Why?" <laughs> so they go again, and the second time he's again in shackles. They run into him again, and she's like, "Let's watch this was like love and something." And he's yeah. like, "No way, that movie was like seven hours long." <laughs> she's like, "Then we'll watch it twice." I can't sit for fourteen hours. You're crazy. And she's like, "Well, you can always take a nap if you're tired." And she's like, "No, please." I'll take you to ass again. <laughs> Uh, 14 hours oh, it's still look it's short so than good. Lord of the Rings oh my god it was so damn good uh, um, yeah we find out that Miname has a psycho lesbian stalker who's yeah. in love with her and she's like I'm straight leave me alone oh man 
And there's so many great moments. Let's let's talk about the the pool scene. The yes. pool episode. The best episode. <laughs> best episode. Probably yeah. the greatest episode. And it starts off in the best way when they're telling everybody, hey, we have to go clean the pool because we pulled some stupid prank. And uh, Yuji's like, make sure you invite Shoko as well. And, and Yoshi's like, are you sure you want me to invite her after what happened? And he puts his shoulder on him and goes to that black and white scene again. <laughs> and he's like, can you imagine what would happen if she found out I was at the pool with other girls and I didn't invite her? And he's like, oh, you're right. <laughs> and it ended up being the worst time for him anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> So yeah, oh my god, the pool scene starts off fantastic. So before this, we find out that Miname has a little sister. And I died w- when they introduced her. Because she shows up and she's like, oh, Yoshi, the idiot is here. So everybody knows him as an idiot. And she's like, oh yeah, he's my boyfriend and he's promised to marry me. And like literally as she says that, she's like a little girl the next scene is like a hammer coming down on like a court system, and he's being like tied up to a cross by the Inquisition. <laughs> like, yeah. What it's like, what is happening? Like, how do you know my sister? But anyways, this is important because they're all at the pool, right? <laughs> and here she comes, running out of the baby, and she's got these enormous like breasts. Yeah. And Kota and, and Yoshi, they just like start bleeding out right away. She's running there, like flapping about like crazy, and they're like dying on the ground. He's like, "We're gonna go to prison for the thoughts we're having right now." And Kota's, "I think I need to call my lawyer." It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so good. And then we find out that the bathing suit was actually Minamaze, and she like stuffed it so she looked like she has breasts. But her sister put it on instead, and they like fall in a sigh of relief. They're like, "Oh my god, thank you!" Oh my god. So yeah, so one by one they all start coming out, right? And then Mizuki shows up, and as she's running. <laughs> Fucking Yoshi like explodes, and he said it's like a weapon of mass destruction. How is this possible? It's all slow motion. The ditties are bouncing. Oh man! But as this is happening, Shoka's out there, and she comes out, and, and like everybody's staring at her, and she walks up to Yoshi. She's like, "How do I look?" Like, oh, you look great, you know, whatever. And as Mizuki comes out. She's coming up. Yoshi's over there. He's like, oh, weapon of magic. And then out of nowhere, Shoko like, pokes Yuji in the eyes as hard as she can. And he's, it's the greatest like screaming. So I say, oh, she scraped my eyeballs. What the hell? I can't see. She's like, that'll keep your eyes from swaying. He doesn't look at anybody else. He's saying die, and then we see him. He's tied up on the cor- on the on the, on the in the corner somewhere with a blindfold on and one of those mouth things, so he can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> and you know they're having fun. They're swimming. Uh, Kota's essentially blacked out from loss of blood because all he sees is boobies the whole time. <laughs> 
Where is that point in the episode where him and 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 Yoshi like fill the the pool of blood? <laughs> oh, that's during the swimming. That's oh, I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Okay. Um, yeah. So during this time, uh, Hideyoshi also comes out, and he comes out with like, "I got this new male bathing suit," and he's like, <laughs> "They made a mistake. They gave me this female top with this female bottom." <laughs> Like, everybody's pissed off oh. at him. Like, Kota and Yoshi, again, have the nosebleeds because they find him attractive as shit. <laughs> they still think he's a woman. We, um, we, should, we should mention that the reason why they, they think he's a woman because he has a twin who's the sister in Class A. Yeah, in Class A. It looks just like him, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, and Mizuki and... Uh, Miname also hate him because they think he's more attractive than they are. <laughs> and they think he's a woman, too. He's like, why are you doing this to us? But anyways, um, there's women that are having fun. And Miname's little sister, she's like, hey, we should play, I think it was like Demon Under the Water or something like that. Yeah. And she's telling them, how do you play? It's like, while you're swimming, a demon will come, drag you under the water, and as you drown, they'll pull you out of the water and give you mouth to mouth. And he's like, that sounds super dangerous. And he decides to tell Shoko about it. <laughs> Do you want to play this game where you take somebody under the water, let him drown, and then give them mouth to mouth? Like, her head just pops out of the water, like just <laughs> half of it, and then it goes back under after he tells her about this game. And he turns to the little girl and he's like, See? Even she thinks that's dangerous. And literally the next scene is Yuji flying into the pool of water. <laughs> it's like screaming. He doesn't know what's happening. He's got a blindfold on. And we see her dragging him down into the water. And then they're just talking in the pool. And out of nowhere, he pops out. He rips off the blindfold. He's like, you... This is your doing, isn't it? And then Shoko comes up from behind him, grabs his head and just shoves it down into the water. <laughs> and you see the bubbles, he's like dying and shit. And she's just casually having a conversation with another girl. I was dying, dude. It was so fucking good. Oh my god. <laughs> so, also, before this, there's the episode with the food, where... Uh, because he was starving, he had no money, and Mizuki decided to make him lunch. And he's, like, super excited to eat it, and he's sitting on the roof, Yoshi is. And Yuji, uh, Hideyoshi, and Kota come up, and they start eating Mizuki's food. And as oh, they're yeah. eating, they start falling over, like, dead, <laughs> one by one, and then he realizes what's happening. This is terrible food. <laughs> they're like Please, you can't eat this and then once again you get the scene with that's you the putting best. the shoulder on you this food is poison them. yeah this food is poison but you know what cures poison love and your love for the food will not make <laughs> you sick <laughs> so he's like you're right he starts eating it he's like oh yes I love it I love this food so much and he just falls over dead <laughs> He's like, love doesn't cure poison. Oh, and it comes a it, it becomes a running bit. It definitely comes a running because it's not the first time with the whole food scene. They, yeah, they no. play rock paper scissors and oh, it's, 
the rock yep. movie. Yeah, you, you see Hideyoshi survives and he's like sitting in the corner like crying himself like with these big eyes and everybody else is dead in the room. <laughs> so fucking good. Oh, <laughs> to eat the dumplings you made. But it comes into play here again during the swim during this pool scene where she brings out trees. There's three of them. Three of the, the trees that she made. And there's four yeah. of them, so they decide we're going to have a swimming competition <laughs> to see who's going to eat them. The person who wins doesn't get to eat. So, Kota, uh, Yuji, Yoshi, and um, Hideyoshi, they start to get ready to swim. And Yoshi decides, okay, Kota's too slow. His athletic thing sucks. And Hideyoshi... I think he came up with like the fact that he's slow as well or something like that. So right before they start swimming, Yoshi and Yuji start fighting about what happened to, to Yuji with Shoko. And as they're fighting, uh, they realize that Hideyoshi and Kota are already on their way back. They're about to win. So Yuji goes to stop Kota and Yoshi tries to stop Hideyoshi. As Yoshi, as Hideyoshi's swimming at him, Kota like puts his arm out to stop him, and he rips off his top, <laughs> the man's top, and he turns around and he's like holding his arms like he has breasts to cover them. It's like, why would you tear my shirt off? <laughs> and that's where they start bleeding, oh, and the whole pool gets filled with blood. <laughs> what the fuck happened, man? That's part of all and then the little sister is like do you see the pool filled up with blood <laughs> god damn it oh god oh my god it's so good um there's this uh, on running joke about um the, these great scenes about like these gay scenes where yeah. you know she's writing the letter and uh, Yoshi thinks it's for uh, Yuji that Mizuki is writing them, but it's actually for him. And then Mizuki starts talking about how Yuji and Yoshi are best friends and how some people think that they're more than that. <laughs> it's like, what yeah. do you mean? And she, she's like, well, a lot of people think that you're the donut to his banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. And he's like, you should not talk to those people anymore. <laughs> Oh uh, my god! There's the the scavenger hunt episode when he finds that ticket where uh, yeah. they get to go on the carnival, and Yuji starts freaking out because Shoko, if she sees it, she's gonna like marry him there because it's like a voucher to get married and stuff like that. Yeah. Have that experience, so he's freaking out, and Yoshi's like Hideyoshi, go with me. He's like, that's for couples, man. And he's like, why don't you love me? He's like, cause I'm a guy. <laughs> he's like, my heart is cold and broken. <laughs> so good. Uh, oh my god, so many fantastic episodes. Yeah. Um, another great moment I remember was when the battle system goes haywire. Yeah. And yeah. They start summoning their avatars, and their avatars are like adult versions of them instead of chibi. And like yeah. some of them are like super hot and stuff. Like Mizuki's is like this super sexy vampire succubus, um, with these mm -hmm. massive titties. 
and Kota tries to stick the camera inside the titties to get a better view. It's like, what the yeah. fuck are you doing, man? So they all summon, and the best, the best, here is Yuji. He summons his avatar, and he's like this super sexy biker dude, like leather. His like top of his shirt is open. He looks hot as shit. And then Kota summons his. And his is not a perv or anything. He's just wearing a kimono. He's got a camera. And he looks like an attractive man. And they're like, oh, look, I don't look like a perv. And then just out of nowhere, their avatars come together. And Yuji's avatar is like caressing Kota. And he's yeah. like, no, please don't. Don't touch me there. No. And they're like, what the <laughs> fuck? What is happening? <laughs> and then Shoka's in the background. And she starts freaking out. She's got this dark aura around her. And he's like, they're avatars. They don't mean what we mean. And she stabs him in the eyes again. And he's dying on the ground. <laughs> So good, man. Um, is at this point we should mention because uh, you mentioned the scavenger hunt that I think they 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 uh Yoshi Yoshi and their friends his friends um they got the gift where they got these bracelets that allowed them to summon the avatar anytime they want because mm-hmm. we found out that in order to do a battle the order well in order to use the avatar a teacher must be present for it for it to allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I think it's Koto. Koto and the other one, the redhead, whatever the redhead, their their bracelet breaks. So Yoshi was the only one that was able to keep his. Like it was still intact. Yeah. For now, because he was too dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and obviously that comes into play because he's able to use that to to solve the the avatar problem that they're having in that episode. Yeah. Which he can yeah. summon, by the way, unlike the other ones, because he is a delinquent, therefore uses a different server than other people. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, um, any other moments or episodes you want to talk about before we get to the last few ones? Uh... Well... His sister! Yeah, we, we have should, to talk yeah, about yeah, his yeah, sister. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I mentioned, his sister. Yoshi's sister shows up. Oh my oh, god. god. <laughs> Big breasted and everything. She shows up in a towel. And he's like, what the hell are you wearing a robe? Or a robe, sorry. And she's like, well, there's no air conditioning on the train. And when I was coming here, I didn't want to be all sweaty when I first saw you. So I changed in the train. <laughs> and he's like, where did you change in the train? <laughs> and he just shows her, like, taking her clothes off in front of, like, ten people. Yeah. Uh, then the next scene, they're just all dead on the ground. There's blood <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> they're all bled to death from the nosebleeds. Oh my god. Yeah, his sister has this weird sexual yeah. thing for him. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna kiss you if you don't do this. He's like, no, please. And do you want me to take a bath with you? The best part about his sister, to me, was the point system. When she's like, yeah. are you holding hands with women? Are you kissing them? Because that's going to deduct you 100 points. Like, you no, gain points if it's with men. Yeah, but if it's with men, you'll gain points. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, so good. His sister was great. And then they show the photo album. He's like, here's him when in the bathroom when he was 
two, <laughs> and then he was there when it was seven, and then thirteen is getting creepy. He's like, why are you? Why are there pictures of him when he's thirteen bathing? And then here's him taking a bath yesterday. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so good. Um. So yeah. Um. Eventually, it all comes back down to um, the, the the battles for being the best in the school. So once again, Yuji is implementing his plan that he tried to implement in the beginning before Class A challenged him. And the plan is to essentially go through all the classes until you get to A. And by doing so, he's not taking anything from them. He's essentially forcing them to owe him an yeah. old class F. And we see, you know, they, they have their little strategies they get through. One of the more memorable ones, I think, is against class B. Yeah. That where they're going against like yeah. this cheater guy who's pissed off because they foiled his plan to cheat on the test. Yeah. Yeah, because what happened was um, that she got a lad stuck in like the exam room. So they had this well, cheater guy help them break in. And when they get in, he's like, aha, I'm going to use this to cheat because I've got all the paper, all the answers. And they realized that he was going to do that. So they, um, so he, so in the end, they just throw all the answers out so that they know that if all the answers are out, no, they're not going to use the quest. You know, the, yeah, because... which led to them cleaning the pool. So that episode was before the pool yeah. episode. Yeah, so you know they 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 go up against him, and his I don't one hundred percent remember how they beat him, but they used Iron Man to do it. From what I remember, Iron Man was able to somehow interfere in the fight, letting them win. Yeah, they, yeah, they said like the teachers are allowed to get involved. I just don't remember exactly how he got involved to help them win. I know Yuji used his avatar to break through a wall yeah, to get to them. Oh, but after that, I don't remember. Or Yoshi, I should say. Sorry. Um, but after that, I don't remember. Either way, they won. And yeah. essentially, his punishment was to wear a dress and a wig the whole time. So funny. Okay, and again, probably with his girlfriend. Oh my god, that shit had me weak. Yeah, his girlfriend. <laughs> his girlfriend. It wasn't class C as well. That guy's. Um, but that becomes important later in the OVAs. Yeah. Um, I did not watch the OVAs. So. Oh my god, the OVAs were fantastic. Dude. You should definitely watch them. Um, but. Yeah, eventually he gets to um, Class A, uh, but they don't challenge Class A. Instead, they use all the favors that they've built up from E to B, yeah. and they essentially force them to challenge Class A first. So B challenges them, obviously B loses, uh, then C challenges them. They lose. They all. They're all gonna lose to Class A. But the whole point is to make them tired, dwindle their ranks a little bit, and then eventually he's gonna get to F. And we see because um, Hideyoshi's sister comes in and is like, "I know what your plan is. You got us all tired for this on purpose." Um. 
So, um, yeah, they finally challenged Class A. And Class A is still more powerful, but the strategy now is to fight them one-on-one and use numbers against them. Um, so, essentially, they use Yoshi to kind of lure them away, and then he builds, like, this barricade um, that leads to the courtyard where they're all at. And one by one, Class A members have to crawl through the tunnel to get out. And as they crawl through the tunnel, like, ten dudes just jump them and beat the shit out of their avatar. Because their avatars have, like, 70 points, whereas Class A has, like, 300. <laughs> so they're just chipping away at all of them. Gang, gang numbers, right? Um, eventually, they gather their troops. They break through the whole barricade. So they take off running. And um, one guy, one guy in Class A, he's the blue-haired kid with the glasses. Um... We find out that he's gay, and he's been hiding it, but he has the hots for Yoshi. Well, we found that <laughs> really early on, didn't we? We did, but he's been hiding it. Oh, um, boy, I wish there was yeah. more with his scene. It is, I think it would have been so much better if, like, he was also fighting for Yoshi's attention with the other girls that love Oh, I think it would have been so much better instead of him being so secretive. <laughs> God. Yeah. So good during the scavenger hunt, he's like, "Oh my god, it's Yoshi's locker! If I do anything here, they're gonna think this. I'm they're gonna think that." And he like goes into a panic this whole time. It was great. The best, the best part of him, well, my one of my best scenes with him is where I think I don't remember how how it happened, but the whole bread scene and it dropped, and he say that Yoshi asked him, "Can you have it?" But you're like, "Why would you eat it?" Because everyone's watching and. Yoshi's like, no, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to take it anyway. And the teacher came and stuffed on the bread. And it <laughs> he the bread because he's starving to death, man. <laughs> no, that's when he realized that he thinks Yoshi loves him. He's like, he wants my piece of bread because he has my saliva on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, but he shows up. And instead of fighting, he just takes off his belt and his pants. <laughs> and he's like, I'm here for you, Yoshi. Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Why do we confess his love to him? Um, but this whole battle is going on, and Yuji, Yoshi, uh, Mizuki, and Miname they meet up on the roof, and that's when um, Hideyoshi's sister and uh, Shoko shows up, and they summon their avatars, and their avatars are obviously more powerful. Um. Mm-hmm. Yuji summons his... Uh, actually, all four of them summon theirs. And they start to fight with the avatars, but the Class A avatars can't hit them. And they find out that all this time, Yoshi was using his avatar, his bracelet, uh, to train with the, other char- with the other people. So their speed is, like, super fast. And what's the point if you can't catch your opponents, right? So that's the plan. Uh, so Class A is losing because they can't catch them and they're getting beat up. Um, and then reinforcements for Class A show up. So Yoshi sends his avatar because he can manipulate real-world objects. He cuts yeah. off this giant bell and throws it onto the ground or onto the bridge that connects the, the, the two buildings. Mm-hmm. So Class A is trying to push it out and this fight is going on. And then... Um, the ground starts to crumble because of the bell. 
creating this big earthquake, so it collapses, and everybody falls down, and Yoshi goes in to help uh, Mizuki while Yuji goes in to save Shoko. As he's holding on to Shoko, they're okay, but Yoshi slides off with Mizuki, and then Minime jumps in to grab Yoshi. So the three of them are essentially grabbed, and then here comes Iron Man running down, and he grabs Minume, throws him back up, saves them. Um, Yuji saves Shoko, and as they're kind of recovering about what the hell is going on, Hideyoshi's sister's avatar comes in and takes out Yuji, who's the class yeah. rep. If the class yeah. rep goes down, the team loses. And she's like, oh, we're still fighting, right? It wasn't over. And she's like barely like crawling out of the fucking rooftop over there. And the teacher's like, class A wins. So like super disappointed. And now they've lost not only their books, they've lost everything. And they just have like, what's it called? Like a clipboard a, that they write yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That, that looked like cardboard to me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't remember if um this was in the OVA or if this was the last episode, but is it in the OVA where Yoshi um begs them to have a rematch? No, that's the last episode. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's so Yeah, so Yoshi begs the dean to have a rematch. Which she refuses, and then uh, the class A girls show up, and they also want a rematch because they don't feel like they won the way it was supposed to be won. Um, she refuses, but she's like, here's what I will do. Um, I will allow one-on-one battle of wits, essentially. Um, essentially a test. Whoever answers the most questions, the first person to get a question wrong loses. Uh, mm-hmm. But you, whoever wins can't exchange um, things because it's not allowed. Three-month rule. So they go, and essentially Yoshi is going up against Shoko, uh, the dumbest kid going up against the smartest person in the school. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh... I'm studying so hard. I studied Japanese literature and all this. <laughs> and then Yuji gives them a paper. These are all the questions they're going to ask, and none of them are in Japanese literature. <laughs> He's like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that was probably in the OVA. Fuck, my bad. <laughs> um, anyways, he's like, I got to go study. He's been studying really hard, and they go to the test. So they're all sitting there, and the first question they ask is like the super simple one. And he's like, oh, he's going to get this. And then you just see him panicking in the first question. <laughs> he doesn't know the answer. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and he found out that um, what happens if you lose, Yoshi? And he's like, oh, nothing much. And then, like, Shoko shows up. This is before the test. And she's like, this is a marriage certificate for you and me, Yuji. He's <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. What did you do? <laughs> He's like, my wife is over if, if you lose. He's like, thanks for having so much faith in me. <laughs> so yeah, if he loses, Shoko has to marry Yuji. She has a marriage certificate. It's going to be over. 
Um, so yeah, uh, he answers the test, the, the answer correctly, and it goes through questions, and they're getting them all right, and they're all happy and stuff. And he gets to, I think, like, question 34, I think, is the last one before one of them loses. And it's the same question that uh, UG had yeah. uh, with the dates, the 625 and 645. And he has the question, and he's like, oh, he's going to get this. And again, he doesn't remember. And UG freaks out. It's like, oh, we've talked about all year. <laughs> How do you not remember this? Um, so he's trying to figure out and he's freaking out and he takes out this stupid pencil that has like random numbers that he used during the scavenger hunt to guess at. He has a, like three pencils that he throws down and whatever they roll, that's the answer he puts down like an idiot. But this one has numbers. So he's like, it's only going to be a two or a four. He's going to guess. Um, but he guesses right, and once again, Shoko gets it wrong, so Class A wins. And we find out that Shoko actually lost on purpose. Um, Yuji talks to her, and she's like, oh, I lost on purpose. And there's like a flashback scene because of a promise that she made. Um, but I don't really, I don't think they ever showed what that promise was. The um, promise was, the promise was that um, based on well, him telling her the you know the answer, she said that I will, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think it was I will never forget, or I will always remember. And to her, she will always remember the answer being six twenty five when it's actually six forty five. So she can't oh. break that promise because she promised him that she'll always remember it being six twenty five. So she knows the real answer, but she's yeah, purposely she, yeah okay yeah. That's nice. Um, so they win, and we find out that Yoshi's um, victory thing was to allow them to let Mizuki take the entrance exam again, and if she, whatever get, she gets, that's the class she's going to be placed in. Um, because she should have always been in class A. Um, oh. So she does, uh, but we find out that she purposely failed it. She says that she yeah. forgot to put her name on the test um, and that automatically disqualifies her and she gets a zero. That's basically um, what Yoshi did on his test. Second <laughs> <laughs> year test, yeah. He's like, you got, you got all these questions right except you put the first answer as your name. <laughs> that was another great episode moment. They had to take the second year test. Yeah, like he uh, knew all the answers, but in the name he put Alexander the Great, which was the answer to the first question. So every answer was the right answer to the next question. Yeah, <laughs> zero. Uh, what's the girl's name? Uh, the purple girl. The uh, what's her name? Shoko. Yeah. Yeah. She. She. In the end, she still kind of won because I forgot how, but she was able to still get the marriage. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It was during the, I think one of the credit scenes where, yeah, <laughs> she's like, she she tells Yoshi, he's like, your marriage certificate didn't work. <laughs> then it flashbacks, like she actually took him to the thing, and she's like, the male has to be at least seventeen years old. That's why she couldn't get married. 
<laughs> but she did go, which is jacked yes. up. Yes. But yeah, so Mizuki ends up staying in class F. Yeah. Um But yeah, um there's so much in this show that's so great. Yeah. Um easily one of my favorite animes of all time, to be honest yep. with you guys. Yes. I I watched a lot of it at work and I couldn't work. I was laughing so <laughs> hard I had tears at one point in my eyes and I couldn't concentrate. I messed up like an order big time too. Um it was too damn good. Like I just could not stop. The writing was so amazing. Ugh. I'm just gonna go straight. I, this is ten out of ten for me. No question. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, I agree. There's, um, there's a single negative thing for me in this anime. Like everything yeah. was so de- even the tropey shit was so well done that yeah. I just couldn't not laugh. It was perfect to me. Um. I have to agree with Gary. Ten out of ten. Um, some some this has to be one of the funniest, one of the funniest recommendations from Ben that doesn't take it too far in terms of lewd, like lewd episodes, because it wasn't yeah, much it was of great. that in the episode, but they balanced it so well. Like I said, fairy character is Shoto, um, just because they know that he's a pervert. But he doesn't get in trouble for what he do. But Yoshi does. <laughs> and that has me weak, especially knowing that Shoto sells pictures to Yoshi it's, it's on Kota. the low. It's, it's, it's just so damn good. I love this so much. And I, I want I wanna watch season two. Now Ben, I'm telling you that I'm telling you this now. If you choose Miss Kobayashi in this in, in this year, I don't know which one I'm gonna choose for my number one because <laughs> God. Those two, those two animes, oh man, the best two from you so far. I, I, I just love it. I love it all. So yeah, ten out of ten. This is great. I, I think I'm gonna agree with ten out of ten. I really enjoyed it. I think it was a great. Yeah, ten out of ten for me as well. Oh, yeah. Um, amazing. Uh, it's so good that I found the manga and I'm going to start reading it online as well. <laughs> That's just how good it is. I'm sorry, but get used to that shit. Oh. Alrighty. Um, I guess it's my turn, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. So I decided um, I picked this anime before. But, as Alfonso said, there's only three episodes on Netflix. But, I'm going to pick it because it is available on Crunchyroll. So you can watch it there. I am recommending Kabinari of the Iron Fortress. It's on Crunchyroll. It's on Hulu. and it, Not Hulu. On Amazon Prime and HBO Max. Nice. Okay. What was that? No, I said okay. Uh. Uh, I yeah, so so the work. season is available, just not on Funimation or Netflix with okay. its three episodes. <laughs> yes, okay. Kabinari of the Iron Fortress. This is done by the same animation studio that does Attack on Titan. Oh, nice. 
So at least it's going to look good. <laughs> and okay. it's probably nothing is going to be as funny as Baka and, and Test. Well, I think we already know that. So enjoy my depressing shit again. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Okay, so um, season one has twelve episodes. Okay. How, how what was it? How do you spell it again? What does it start with? It's K A B A N E R I. Ah, I've got it. Carbonari. Carbonari. Calamari. 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 <laughs> Alrighty, um, Ben. For an anime you picked randomly without knowing that it was your turn, you picked probably the best anime of all time. Yay! I'm not even joking about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can people reach you? Shout outs, all the jazz. Uh, shout out to everyone that listens. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find me at MG underscore Chili and on Twitch.tv's Moogle Graven Radio. Hot stuff, Alfonso. Um, how do I say? Ben, I, I, I think you, you picked the right because for you, for us to explain this anime, discuss this anime on your birthday, this makes it even more special. So, Yay. yes, once again, happy birthday and Thank you. Um, great pick. Um, I, I'm looking forward to watching season two. Uh, to all listeners, to all followers, thank you for listening to us. And you can follow me on Twitter at alishan 7 Alrighty, uh, Ben, like Alfonso said, happy birthday, man. I hope Thank the you. rest of it is going to be good. Um, enjoy streaming Yu-Gi-Oh! and pulling all the good stuff, I hope. I hope uh, so you, can re- <laughs> you can reach me on Twitter at Gagosh, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. And shout out to you guys, as always. Thank you for joining me. Shout out to the listeners. Go watch Baka and Test, Summoners mm. of Beast. Beasts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. you won't regret it. I promise you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will you may say, think it's cringy at points, but it's so well written. It doesn't even matter. If you are using the word Barker, please don't use an exclamation point at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> because if you do that, it actually changes the word to a more offensive word. <laughs> nice. So, alrighty. Bye. That's it. We're done. Bye. Bye. Bye.